Hello and welcome to the 215 Workman's Podcast. My name is Brother Robert Reynolds. I'm from KJB Wright Division Radio in Lipa City, Batangas, Philippines. This is the podcast of myself and Brother Landon Dunn, and we appreciate y'all being with us today to hear this message that we have for you, and pray that it's a blessing to you and a help to you, and pray helps you learn to rightly divide the word of truth. Amen? Alright, so uh, what I'm going to do today is uh, I'm going to preach a message entitled, a call to courage, a call to courage, and uh, and I know that you know there are some that you know are um, they're, you know they're struggling uh, in the ministry and whatnot, you know, including myself, and and, and so I just want to do something, you know, to uh, to be an encouragement and help, you know, to, uh, to to Christians, you know, those in the ministry. Uh, and um, and and also too, you, you know, I I not only uh, preach to you all uh, that listen, but um, you know, I also preach to myself as well. You know, so I just want to be an encouragement today and and uh, and help somebody, Lord willing. All right, so um, this is a call to courage. Okay, so go to Second uh, Timothy. Chapter one, Second Timothy, chapter one, and uh, we will read verses six to twelve. Second Timothy, chapter one, verses six to twelve. All right, starting in verse six, the King James Bible says this: "Wherefore I put thee in remembrance, that thou stir up the gift of God." which is in thee by the putting on of my hands. For God hath not given us the spirit of fear, but of power, and of love, and of a sound mind. Be not thou therefore ashamed of the testimony of our Lord, nor of me his prisoner, but be thou partaker of the afflictions of the gospel according to the power of God, who has saved us and called us with an holy calling, not according to our works, but according to his own purpose and grace, which was given us in Christ Jesus before the world began, but is now made manifest by the appearing of our Savior Jesus Christ, who hath abolished death and hath brought life and immortality to light through the gospel, whereunto I am appointed a preacher and an apostle. And a teacher of the Gentiles. And then verse 12. For the which cause I also suffer these things. Nevertheless I am not ashamed. For I know whom I have believed. And I am persuaded that he is able to keep that which I have committed unto him. 
against that day. Alright, so before I get started, I just want to give you a little bit of a background here uh, on uh, First and Second Timothy. Alright, you know, they are called the pastoral epistles. Uh, and uh, they are part of the post-Acts period letters of Paul. And Paul was soon beheaded after these writings. The Apostle Paul wrote these uh, two letters to Timothy, his son in the faith. And he left Timothy at Ephesus to oversee the work there. So for 2 Timothy... The theme can be taken from chapter 2, verse 3. Let's look at that. 2 Timothy chapter 2, verse 3. Thou therefore endure hardness as a good soldier of Jesus Christ. See that there? So the theme could be a good soldier of Jesus Christ. And verses 8 to 12, Paul is calling on Timothy to be a good soldier and be courageous. So let's entitle this message tonight, A Call to Courage, as I have said. Many Christians today, they profess... To love the Lord and not ashamed of his testimony. But yet, when they get into a little bit of persecution um, and, and things aren't going right for them, you know, they, they want to cower instead of being strong in Christ. I myself included. Even the Apostle Peter was like this when he cussed and denied Jesus three times and the cock crew. Look at Matthew 26. Matthew 26 verses 31 to 35. Matthew chapter 26 verses 31 to 35 All right Then saith Jesus unto them all ye shall be offended because of me this night. For it is written, I will smite the shepherd, and the sheep of the flock shall be scattered abroad. But after I am risen again, I will go before you into Galilee. Peter answered and said unto him, Though all men shall be offended because of thee, yet will I never be offended. Just said unto him, Verily I say unto thee, that this night... Before the cock crow, thou shalt deny me thrice. Verse 
And then verse 35, Peter said unto him, Though I should die with thee, yet will I not deny thee. Likewise also said all the disciples. Alright, so Peter said he won't deny him. He won't deny Christ. Alright, but look at Matthew 26. Matthew 26, verses 69 to 75. Now Peter sat without in the palace, and a damsel came unto him, saying, Thou also wast with Jesus of Galilee. But he denied before them all, saying, I know not what thou sayest. And when he was gone out into the porch, another maid saw him, and said unto, unto them that were there, This fellow was also with Jesus of Nazareth. And again he, he denied with an oath, I do not know the man. And after a while came unto him they that stood by, and said to Peter, Surely thou also art one of them, for thy speech bereath thee. Then began he to curse and to swear, saying, I know not the man, and immediately the cock crew. Verse 75, And Peter remembered the word of Jesus, which said unto him, Before the cock crow, thou shalt deny me thrice. And he went out and wept bitterly. See that? So, go back to our text verses. Second Timothy chapter 1 verses 6 to 12. Alright. So now, number one, stir up the gift of God that is in you. 2 Timothy chapter 1 verse 6. Wherefore, and this is the Apostle Paul. Wherefore I put thee in remembrance that thou stir up the gift of God which is in thee by the putting on of my hands. So Paul reminds Timothy of his ministry and that it must continue fearlessly. So the Apostle Paul, you know, he reminds uh, Timothy to stir up that gift of God that is in him. In other words, he is saying, use it and don't be afraid to. So now, this gift that the Apostle Paul was talking about could have been any one of the gifts that are uh, listed in uh, 1 Corinthians 12, Romans 12, 5 to 8, uh, except, except for the signed gifts. Okay, now, uh, when it comes to the gifts, there are two categories the first one is the sign gifts right and uh, the
The signed gifts include apostleship, prophecy, miracles, discerning of spirits, with a word of wisdom, word of knowledge, tongues, and interpretation of tongues. Those signed gifts are no more. All right, we don't need signs. Signs are for the Jews. Okay, and then the second category is the stationary gifts. And those include teaching, helps or ministering, administration, evangelism, pastor, teacher, exhortation, giving, showing of mercy, and faith. Okay, so I don't know what the gift or gifts are that God has given you. But whatever gift you have, stir up that gift that is in you and don't be afraid. To use it. And you ask why? Number one, because we have the spirit of power. Look at Proverbs 28, verse 1. Proverbs 28, verse 1. The wicked flee when no man pursueth, but the righteous are bold as a lion. So now, where we lack in this power, we are to ask for prayer. Just like the Apostle Paul did in Ephesians chapter 6, verses 18 and 19. Go there, Ephesians 6. Verses 18 and 19. Praying always with all prayer and supplication in the Spirit, and watching thereunto with all perseverance and supplication for all saints, and for me that utterance may be given unto me, that I may open my mouth boldly to make known the mystery of the gospel. And let's read verse 20. For which I am an ambassador in bonds, that therein I may speak boldly as I ought to speak. Amen? And also, we have the spirit of love. We can love God and His Word, even though there are others who do not and will attack God's Word and they will attack us. They will yell at us, spit in our faces, mock us, 
ridicule us and make fun of us and we can love the lost because we know their condition and we know that without Christ without their salvation in Christ if they die without him they will wake up in hell with no opportunity ever again to change their mind about Christ and now I, I talked about uh, how those that you know do not love God or you know love his word you know um, those who are not saved you know they they will they will attack us and so forth you know I have a, a preacher friend uh, that he street preaches you know here in the Philippines and um, he told me one time that he was out street preaching and people would walk by him and and they would yell at him get out of here and stop preaching now stop telling us that stuff leave But we need to be bold. We need to take courage in the Lord. And we can love heavenly things by putting our affection on things above as well. Right? And also, do not be afraid to use your gift. Because we have a sound mind. We have this sound mind because we have the true, infallible, without error, preserved, and inspired Word of God, the King James Bible, in English. Those who come up and use the perversions. Of God's Word such as the New King James and the NIV and the RSV and the ASV and and all those hundreds and hundreds of others their sound minds that God gave them have left The perversions of God's word are the product of losing that sound mind. And sound means founded in truth, firm, strong, not defective. Amen? So stir up that gift. That's in you. From God. And number two. Be not ashamed. Of the testimony of the Lord. Second Timothy chapter one. In our text verses. And verse. Eight. Eight. 
Be not thou therefore ashamed of the testimony of our Lord, nor of me his prisoner, but be thou partakers of the afflictions of the gospel according to the power of God. So you ask, what does ashamed mean? Ashamed means confused by a consciousness of guilt or inferiority, by the mortification of pride, by failure or disappointment. The Apostle Paul was not ashamed. Look at Romans 1.16. Romans 1 verse 16. The Apostle Paul says, For I am not ashamed. Well, let's go, let's go back to 15. Let's read 15 as well. So as much as in me is, I am ready to preach the gospel to you that are, in, that are at Rome also. And then verse 16. For I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ. For it is the power of God unto salvation to everyone that believeth. To the Jew first and also to the Greek. Now look at 2 Timothy 1 verse 12 in our text verses. Second Timothy 1 verse 12 For the which cause I also suffer these things. Nevertheless I am not ashamed. For I know who I am. For I know whom I have believed and am persuaded that he is able to keep that which I have committed unto him against that day. Now, with the Apostle Paul, he was beaten. He was stoned and left for dead shipwrecked put in prison but look at what he says in Acts 20 go to Acts 20 Acts 20 verses 22 to 24 and now behold I go bound in the spirit unto Jerusalem not knowing the things that shall befall me there save that the Holy Ghost witnesseth in every city saying that bonds and afflictions abide me. Now verse 24 but none of these things move me neither count I my life dear unto myself so that I might finish my uh that I might finish my course with joy 
and the ministry which I have received of the Lord Jesus to testify the gospel of the grace of God. None of these things move me. Amen. Keep preaching. Keep passing out tracks. Never give up. Never quit. Now those that believe on Christ should not be ashamed. Romans 10:11 Romans 10 verse 11 For the scripture saith Whosoever believeth on him shall not be ashamed Do you believe on the Lord Jesus Christ? If you do, don't be ashamed. Don't be ashamed. Take a stand for the Lord and His Word. You know, because of your stand, that may be all that it will take for someone to see that Christ is for real and not a joke. And they just might even put their faith and trust in Him and His finished work for their salvation. Amen. And along with not being ashamed, be partakers of the afflictions of the gospel. 2 Timothy 1 verse 8. 2 Timothy 1 verse 8. Be not, there, be not thou therefore ashamed of the testimony of our Lord, nor of me his prisoner, but be thou partaker of the afflictions of the gospel according to the power of God. You know, many think that being a Christian will be easy. Their life will be just a straight path. Everything will be good. Everything will be nice. No problems. But you know what? That is not true. When a person gets saved, 
by putting their faith and trust in Christ and his death, burial, and resurrection, that is when the problems start. Many afflictions and trials and persecutions will come our way. That's a given. But do not, do not give up and quit. First Peter 4.16 says, Yet if any man suffer as a Christian, let them not be ashamed, but let him glory or glorify God on this behalf. So let's rejoice in afflictions and sufferings. Let us be like the Apostle Paul when he says, but none of these things move me. And why is that? So that we can finish our course with joy. Let's you and I get rid of the animosity that we may have towards someone that has hurt us so that we can finish our course with joy. And you know what? Ruling with Christ in the millennial kingdom for the child of God it is an earned reward and how how do we earn that look at 2 Timothy 2 verse 12 2 Timothy 2 verse 12 if we suffer we shall also reign with him. If we deny him, he also will deny us. You see that there? If we suffer, we shall also reign with him. But if we deny him, he also will deny us. Now you ask, how can, how can a Christian deny Christ? Look at Titus 1.16. Titus 1.16 They profess that they know God but in works they deny Him being abominable and disobedient and unto every good work reprobate. You see that there? Now with reprobate, the word reprobate, that means rejected to be tried again or tested again. 
See, re, the root there, re, again. Probate. You know, that's probation. When I got hired on as an armed security guard, I was on probation for the first six months. That means that I was watched closely, you know. And um, if, if I if I messed up or I did something wrong, you know, or I wasn't learning, uh, and the, and the higher ups thought that I was not a fit for them, I could be fired. All right, that's what probation is. All right, so then be courageous because God called us with an holy calling. Second Timothy one verse nine. Second Timothy one verse nine. Who has saved us and called us with an holy calling, not according to our works. Not according to our works, but according to his own purpose and grace, which was given us in Christ Jesus before the world began. Now, let me just say right here that ministry. No matter if it is being a, a piano player, singing in the choir, pastoring, being an evangelist, secretary, whatever the case may be. It is not a job. It is a calling, a summons from Almighty God Himself. And it's not because of our works that God has called us. He called us for His purpose and grace. Amen. So, who are we? Who are we? We believe that we have a calling from God. Who are we to disqualify ourselves or anyone else? From ministry. Amen. You know before I learned this. Way back in 2013 maybe. The end of 2013 beginning of 2014. 
I disqualified myself from doing any type of ministry. There's a lot of things going through my mind uh, and it just made me disqualify myself. And you know what? I disqualified myself for four months. Four months. And it was the worst four months in my ministry. I was miserable. I was miserable. But praise God that the gifts and calling of God are without repentance. That means that when God calls somebody He is not going to change his mind about it. Because he called us for his purpose and grace. Amen. Remember Moses? Moses come up with five excuses. Why he couldn't why he couldn't go to Egypt. Well, they ain't going to believe me. I'm not eloquent. Who am I going to say sent me? They ain't going to believe me. God said, come now. Who are we to disqualify ourselves or anyone else? If they have a calling from God. And that's between them and God. And we are saved to serve the Lord and do good works for Him. Amen. But you say, the Lord will never use me. I am too low on the totem pole
But look at 1 Corinthians chapter 1. 1 Corinthians chapter 1. And I want to show you something there. Let's read verses 26 to 31. For ye see your calling, brethren, how that not many wise men after the flesh, not many mighty, not many noble are called. But God had chosen the foolish things of the world to confound the wise. And God had chosen the weak things of the world to confound the things which are mighty. And base things of the world and things which are despised had God chosen. Yea, and things which are not to bring to naught things that are. That no flesh should glory in his presence. But of him are ye in Christ Jesus, who of God is made unto us wisdom and righteousness and sanctification and redemption. And then verse 31, that according as it is written, he that glorieth, let him glory in the Lord. You see that there? Allow God to use you. Amen. Even if you think that you're at the bottom of the totem pole. Nobody's going to listen to you. Nobody's gonna, going to um, listen and, and um, they're going to ridicule you and whatnot. Because they, they think that you are despised and, and all of that. But God called you. Amen. Acts 4.13 Acts 4.13 Now when they saw the boldness of Peter and John and perceived that they were unlearned and ignorant men, they marveled and they took knowledge of them that they had been with Jesus. Praise God. And then be courageous because Christ abolished death. 2 Timothy 1 verse 10. But is now made manifest by the appearing of our, our Savior Jesus Christ, who hath abolished death and hath brought life and immortality to light through the gospel. The gospel is the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ, found in 1 Corinthians 15, verses 1 to 4. And because Christ rose from the dead, we who are saved will one day rise as well. And remember this, 
The doctrine of the resurrection is so very important because without it, Christ is not resurrected. Those who died in Christ uh, would have died in vain and our preaching would be in vain. And you'll see that in 1 Corinthians 15, verses 12 to 18. Now, look at 1 Corinthians 15, verses 55 to 58. O death, where is thy sting? O grave, where is thy victory? The sting of death is sin, and the strength of sin is the law. But thanks be to God which giveth us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. Now, verse 58, listen to this. Therefore, my beloved brethren, be ye steadfast, unmovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord. For as much as ye know that your labor is not in vain in the Lord. Keep going. Don't give up. Don't quit. No matter what. And then finally. Be courageous because you know whom you have believed. 2 Timothy 1 verse 12. For the which cause I also suffer these things. Nevertheless, I am not ashamed for I know whom I have believed. And I am persuaded that he is able to keep that which I have committed unto him against that day you know many Christians will come into a church service and they will sing standing on the promises of Christ my King but yet Outside the church building. Away from the brethren. Sometimes they'll get into trials and tribulations. And they will cry. Oh woe is me. Why am I going through this? I have done nothing to deserve this. But yet in church services they sing. Standing on the promises of Christ my King. You know one promise. That he made to you and me. And he will never ever break a promise. That is. That he will never leave us. Nor forsake us. He can be trusted. It 
So let's be courageous and let's stand on the promises of God. Amen. All right. I'll go ahead and uh, and I'll stop right there. Thank you so very much for being with us today. Thank you for your prayers for us, our families, our ministries. Uh, please pray for this podcast that the Lord will continue to use it mightily. Amen. And let's pray for one another. I right? uh, for the, for uh, the strength of the Lord, courage from the Lord to keep going. Amen. All right. Thank you so very much. Until next time, God bless you.